Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, July 23rd, 2018. I hope you all had a phenomenal weekend. It's so good to have you all back. Listen, if you are new, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I definitely hope and ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And if you are returning, thank you so much for the continued support. Welcome back to the Between the Dream Podcast. Before we go any further, I definitely want to let you know that the Between the Dream Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. Fibersoul is apparel that speaks life. And of course, right now you can get 15% off of your first order using code Taylor15 at Fibersoul.com. Make sure you go check them out. So listen, thank you to everybody that tuned in this past Friday to the second part of that faking your growth for social media um, conversation that I had with our boy Reggie underscore so dope. He definitely brought the fire man it was great to hear you all's feedback and comments as well and as we continue this conversation um listen so basically with the whole idea of the faking our growth for social media and sun for the gram and doing all this other stuff one of the things that we have kind of agreed that people do is we have a tendency to live our best lie right we live our best lie today we're going to talk about what it truly takes though to live your best life and i'm going to give you seven quick simple tips that can help you when it comes to truly living your best life this is going to be a very brief podcast but powerful nonetheless i want to breeze through these and i think it's so important guys listen there is a such thing as being able to live your best life and not the ones that you see people post on social media or that you see people talk about and brag about but the best life for you, right? So seven quick and very simple and effective steps that I think can be super helpful for you as you move forward. When it comes to truly walking in and living your best life, the first thing that you got to do is have a true understanding of your identity so that you can identify what is truly best for you. It's real easy for us to talk about living the best life that we must or living our best life. But the unfortunate part is, is that we don't always have an idea of what the best looks like for us because of the fact that we don't always have an, a, a true identity when it comes to self. We can't truly identify who we are. And when we can't identify who we are, it becomes very hard to identify our likes and our dislikes. It becomes very hard to truly understand what is best for us because we walk under a facade. We walk under this mask and we don't truly know ourselves. So I definitely urge and encourage you all to take some time to gain a true understanding of your identity. Who are you beyond what people have labeled you and what they've said about you? Who are you truly? Who has God said that you are? What are you passionate about? What do you like when it comes to things that you enjoy doing? What is it that that really sets your soul on fire? No pun intended. But what is it about you um, that really gets you going, right? Though when we talk about identity, right, like the, the beauty that is you, what are things that you're good at? What are the things that you're not so good at, but you want to get better at, right? Being able to identify your identity and in that you will be able to identify what is truly your best. My second um, step for you all is to take adequate time to invest into your strengths and your weaknesses. So after you have a true identification, I said that wrong, after you have a true identification on who you are and what it is you like and what you're supposed to be doing and yada, 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 the next thing that you've got to do is take some adequate time to actually invest into those strengths, but also invest into those weaknesses as well. You need to give 
equal time and equal effort to both. And honestly, I would encourage you to invest into the weaknesses even more because when you do this, what you allow yourself to do is put yourself in a position to where the weaknesses can actually become strengths. So you've got to take some time to invest into those weak areas. Don't be scared of them. Don't be afraid. Look, it's very easy for us to feel inadequate. I get that. And I totally understand it. However, let's not run away from it. In order for us to truly live our best life, we've got to be able to look at our weaknesses and invest in them. Just because you're weak in it now doesn't mean that you can't change that with the proper investment and with taking time to make it better, right? Practice makes perfect. Or in other words, study to show yourself approved. The more that you study, the more that you invest, the more that you practice, the better you become. My third point for you guys, and this one is so important. Stretch your hands, say neighbor, Mind your own business. Listen, the third point is just that. Mind your own business. If you're minding your own business, you don't have to worry about somebody else's. If you're minding your own business, you don't have to worry about comparison. If you are minding your own business, what's happening in other people's lives will not have an effect on you because you have stayed true to you and the business that you need to deal with and that you've got to come forth with and that you've got to come to terms with, right? So listen, third point point. In order to live your best life, you've got to mind your own business. Stay out of everybody else's. Some of us have the tendency to be nosy. Some of us just so happen to see things, but after we see it, we're drawn in. Mind your business and live your best life because of it. My fourth point for you, going into this whole idea of comparison, you've got to stop comparing yourself. But listen to me, it's not just a matter of comparing yourself. For this fourth point, I have specifically stated it like this. Stop comparing your unique process to the specific blessing of someone else's. Stay with me real quick. I need to break this down. One of the things that we see a lot of people talk about nowadays is this idea of stop comparing yourself to other people. But what we don't do enough of is actually break down what the comparison is. Realistically, we're not just comparing ourselves to other people. What we're doing is comparing our unique process, right, to the blessing that we see other people getting. So it's not just us comparing ourselves to people. We're comparing the blessings. Look, when people post their 10%, when they post all of their high points, when they're posting all of these great moments, what we're really comparing ourselves to is their blessing. And we've got to be very careful not to get caught up in this point because what happens is, is we're trying to identify with their blessing, hoping and wishing that it could fit into this unique process that God has given us. But we've got to be very careful here. Simply put, if you compare your unique process and try and couple that with somebody else's blessings for their specific process, it'll never work. Yes, you might be able to fill the shoes and walk in it for a minute, but you've got to understand the reason why God gives certain people certain blessings is because it flows better with their lifestyle, with what they're supposed to do. It flows better with the rewarding aspect of all of the responsibility and things that they had to look sacrifice that they had to put out ahead of time. So you've got to be very careful in in not comparing your unique process to the specific blessing of somebody else's because what you tend to do is look you you will compare yourself into a rut not realizing that the very thing that you think you want from the outside is actually nothing of what you want at all because their blessings fit their lifestyle, their blessings fit them, their blessings fit their personality. 
they don't fit yours. So you've got to be very careful not to allow your uniqueness to be tainted because you want the specification of somebody else's blessing, not realizing that it doesn't fit into the unique fold of the process that God has for you. My fifth point, you've got to pay true attention and take real appreciation for the small things in your life. Why is this important? Because those small things are really big blessings. We do a great job of talking about how we've got to be mindful of all the small foxes because the small foxes can turn into some of the biggest distractions and teardowns in our lives. It's the same way with our blessings, right? We've got to pay attention and take some appreciation for the small things, the small blessings, the small wins, the small victories. All of those things matter because if you can take appreciation for them, you can allow that to fuel you and you can understand that the same way the small bad foxes work is the same way that these small blessings work. These small things that God has given you, they work. So I want you to be encouraged in understanding that there is a blessing in the small things when you can learn to appreciate them. My sixth point for you all is embrace the love that you have romantically within your friendships and within your family. If I can be completely honest with you all, many of us as people, we do a very crappy job of identifying those who really appreciate us. A lot of times we go out and we seek that of those who don't really care about our work, about our our, our, our being, about our identity or whatever the case might be. They don't necessarily care about us, right? We, we, we invest so much time in trying to get the attention of those who don't matter. But when it comes to those who do, we don't really give the appreciation and we don't embrace it the way that we should, right? It's very easy for us to get caught up in perfect example. I remember when I was going through depression and my suicide attempts in my teen years and then at 20. And I remember thinking all the time, like, nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. And I was so caught up in my feelings that I was saying all of these things, but not really thinking about everyone who had actually taken time to try and invest into me, who had taken time to show me love, who had taken time to try and be there. But I was too caught up because they weren't the ones that I wanted it from. And one of the things that we've got to do is understand that just because it's not the one that you wanted from doesn't mean it's not the one that you need it from. And so we've got to be very careful in embracing the love that is shown, because in those hard times, when the enemy tries to put it in your head that nobody cares and that nobody loves you, you can go back to the ones who tried that God actually put there to be a pillar for you. So you've got to get over your feelings and your wants and start getting to the need, right? Those people who you've overlooked that show you so much love and to a degree that you probably don't appreciate because you've overlooked them so many times and they still come around to try and sow those small seeds to sow that love in. I'm telling you now, take some time to really do a better job of not only identifying those people, but embracing what they have to give you because they're a part of this process for a reason. My seventh and final point for you all, you've got to be able to unplug and take some time away from your phone, from every distraction, from the TV, everything social, and get out and truly enjoy every moment. You've got to be able to do this. And this is why I say this, unplugging and taking time away from your phone, distraction, social media, TV, and everything else. This is why. Simply put, there is revelation in distraction-free spaces. 
there is so much for you in areas where you can be free from the distractions. Look, that next idea, that thing you want to do, all of the things that you've been waiting for, it is literally here for you. And I mean, it's right there. But sometimes we've got to be able to free ourselves from the things that have turned us into slaves, that have kept us in bondage. We have got to free ourselves and unplug from it so that we can hear clearly, so that we can think clearly, and so that we can have an open heaven. That way, revelation, when it comes to our next move, when it comes to where you're supposed to be in life, what you're supposed to be doing relationship-wise, friendship-wise, family-wise, listen, all of these things, they will come in the form of revelation and new ideas and opening up if you can find yourself giving time to distraction-free spaces. Ladies and gentlemen, these are seven quick ways that you can truly start to live your best life. Because when you can do all of this, you have literally allowed God's plan to, to come into fruition because you've taken some time away from everything that's been holding you down and everything that's become somewhat of a cycle. And now you're changing it up and you're doing what you need to do for you. You're investing into yourself the right way. You're taking the adequate time and you're literally doing everything that you need to do in order to move forward. So listen, my hope and prayer for you all is that you live your best life, that you get to fullness, that you get to wholeness, that everything that you've been praying for, it comes. Everything you've been waiting for, it comes. Every look, every idea that you want to see come to the fold, it comes. It can happen. But there are some things that we must do. We've got to learn to have an understanding of our identity. We've got to take some time to really invest into our strengths and weaknesses. We got to mind our business. Stop comparing ourselves to everybody else. Stop comparing our process to everybody else's blessings, thinking that it's going to fit our lives. Pay attention and take appreciation for small things. Embrace the love from romance, friendships, and family. And then unplug and take some time away from all of that stuff. Why? Because there's revelation and distraction-free places. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream, you might ask? It's not just the title of this uh, podcast. It's not just the title of my books. Between the dream is a way of life. It's the point between your present moment and your promise, which I like to call the process. Between the dream is the process. When you can embrace your process, you can embrace your progress. And when you can embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I pray that you all have a great, great week. If you've got any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Jr. on Instagram. Truly made on Twitter. And of course, you can always hit me on my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Until next time, talk to you soon. Peace.